everyone and welcome back to another episode of Brunch with Isome. I know it's been a while, it's probably been a few weeks, it has been a crazy couple few weeks for me. If you follow my TikTok, Instagram, YouTube channel, you would know that we just came back from our Mexico vacation about a week ago and life after vacation is always a little bit slow for me personally. I'm the type of person who I'll pack really quick and I'll overpack, I'll go on vacation and then when I arrive back I have a suitcase sitting in my bedroom for like a week or two which is such a bad habit but I just cannot bring myself to unpack. I don't know what it is. Of course dirty clothes, bathing suits, that kind of thing goes right into the laundry but everything else is just sitting in my suitcase. I really need to get around to doing it but your girl has been lazy. Let's just be honest. Anyways today's episode we are going to be covering a little bit of the Mexico trip, a little bit of my summer favorites when it comes to beauty products, and one of my summer unfavorites. I'm here to de-influence one of these things. For me personally, that didn't really work out, but without further ado, let's just jump right into today's episode. Just a little reminder, if you are new to this podcast, you can always choose to participate by emailing in your dilemmas and story times to brunchwithisome at gmail.com. Sometimes I like to bring episodes where I'm reading your dilemmas, reacting, and we have a little fun back and forth. Also, just a reminder, this podcast is for pure entertainment purposes only. If you are seriously struggling with something, make sure you contact a general professional to get the help you need. Let's jump right into today's episode. Okay, so first things first, let's start with my current summer favorites. And obviously in the summertime, you want to wear as little amount of makeup as you possibly can. I like to do that year round, but especially during the summer, you will not catch me wearing foundation. Maybe if I have like a super uber like fancy event I'm going to, like a wedding or something like that. But on a typical day, mascara and concealer, that's it. Your skin is nice and tan, contoured, like you really don't need much. So my my first summer favorite would be aquifer or like Vaseline for just moisturizing the lip. I'm not the type of person who likes wearing lipstick or even lip gloss. In the winter time, I'm probably going to wear lip gloss just to bring some of that color back. But in the summer, just a little bit of aquifer or Vaseline to give that little bit of shine and moisture that is like perfect for me. I'm a multitasking queen, so if I can get a little bit of that moisture as well as some shine, I'm going to do that over just a clear lip gloss. Like an example of how I'm a multitasker, right now I'm recording this podcast and I have eye mask and a face mask on. Just hit two words with one stone. Also, one of my summer favorites that I haven't received yet, but I know I'm going to fall in love, especially after seeing the reviews, is I just got a lash lift kit off of Amazon and it was probably around $20. Um, I was a little hesitant at first because when you think lift or like brow lift, you think, Okay, lamination, perm, harsh chemicals, and dangerous around the eyes. But this product is actually good for sensitive eyes. So the spark and the inspiration behind getting the lash lift was before I went to Mexico, I went to get my lash extensions. I think I told you guys this before, but when I get lash extensions before a trip, it's really nice because I don't have to wear makeup. I could just wake up and feel ready to go 
and my lashes are already like popping. When I got my lash extensions this time before Mexico, I really didn't love it. Check out my vacation prep video on my YouTube and I will go deeper into why those lash extensions were not it and how I kind of fixed them. But my lash lady just told me, honestly, your lashes are super long anyways. I would recommend getting a tint, not a tint, a lift next time because you honestly don't need lash extensions. They're thick enough, they're long enough, you just need them to go upwards. So I was like thinking and I was looking, lash lifts are much cheaper than extensions. Obviously, they're like $60 compared to like $120. I got a lash kit. I'm going to be trying it out. Hopefully, I record it and post it on my YouTube channel for you guys to watch. But I'm super excited to just feel put together. Another current summer favorite of mine is the Amazon bikinis and one pieces. I got this really cute one piece from Amazon and obviously it's on my YouTube channel. I think I mentioned that like 12 times but it's like this white one piece and it has like little oranges on them. It just looks very south of France, very classy, something just so clean but also summery. So usually when you think one piece you think grandma or like just dated. Just wear a swimsuit that makes you feel comfortable and that was like the perfect balance between comfort and cute. It's nice to have like a one piece in the lineup just for those days you don't feel like wearing a bikini. So those are my current summer favorites. Now I'm going to move into my one summer unfavorite. I know everyone is talking about this and I also fell into purchasing one and I used it for a few months until it turned absolutely sour on me and that is the native deodorant. Oh my word. Okay, so let me just backtrack a little bit. I got this in probably the winter time or a few months ago it was still winter and it was working fine but once the summer hit or after I got back from Mexico every time I would shave my arms I would think oh maybe I just need to change my razor because my underarms would get very sore and have like these under the skin pimples that hurt so bad like acne like I'm not even going to dive deep into it but it was like horrifyingly painful and just it hurt to move my arms that's how bad it was I could barely lift things without my arms being sore so I did a little bit of research and yes these deodorants are paraben free or like aluminum free chemical free whatever the case may be but basically they're taking away the chemicals and just loading it with fragrances so you don't smell and these fragrances were irritating my skin to the point my skin broke out and was in horrific pain so now i'm just using some generic aluminum free deodorant that's working fine for now so the next topic i have on here has to do with a post i saw on instagram and it was basically this girl she posted a reel talking about how low maintenance friendships are just an excuse for people to be lazy and just an excuse of a bad friend pretty much. Those people who are encouraging low maintenance friendships are basically bad friends because they're not giving their friends the time, the attention, they're not checking in as often. I find that very controversial so I wanted to bring it up on the podcast. I'm the type of person who loves low maintenance friendships and one of the comments made so much sense to me. This is what someone said about this post and she said, 
I think people who talk low maintenance mean there's a mutual understanding on both ends that life is busy, but the bond is still true. Not so much making excuses, which I 100% agree with. There has to be that mutual understanding that you have a low maintenance friendship. I'm the type of person that does not have the energy to be checking in all the time, or not even all the time, just even once a day, that's a lot for me, because then... I have to think, okay, make sure you reply later, make sure you reply later. Like I can go days, weeks without replying and that's horrible. So I don't want to start a conversation or check in if I cannot finish the conversation. You know what I mean? I'd rather have a call once in a while rather than text you once every few days and have you feel like I'm leaving you on red. So there has to be that mutual understanding that life is also busy. Other comments said things like, everything isn't low maintenance, just lack of effort and disclaimer, I am empathetically a low-maintenance person, but I avoid the phrase because it's been misused so much. And I agree, not everything in life is low-maintenance, but I would rather have like a full-on conversation with voice memos once in a while or a FaceTime call that we can start and finish than having that loom over my head of, did I reply, you know? And you just need to find those friends who want the same things you do. If she needs a friend to contact her every week, if she needs a friend to constantly text her throughout the day, that is not me and that will never be me. So I'll let you go in love. If you're an extroverted person, I feel like you have the energy and you get energy from communicating and talking and being around people. For us introverts, like we need a break. And that's not even a break from like face-to-face -face talking. Sometimes that's a break from the consistent messaging back and forth. You know what I mean? Like if there's a conversation that's constantly going, that's draining to me. Like I need a beginning and an end and then we can start up something new, have a beginning and an end. Those high maintenance friendships are very taxing on my energy and I feel like I'm at the point in my life where I don't even... I'm trying to think if I have one high maintenance friendship in my life and I don't even think I have one. All my friends know that life is busy and we keep in touch, but we don't need to be checking in all the time. I feel like once you grow up, life gets more busy. You're not around. You're not taking the same classes anymore, so you're not bumping into each other. You all have different jobs. You're either getting married or some have boyfriends or some are single. You might live in different countries, different time zones. Anyway, so that's my little short little rant about low maintenance friendships. Let me know in the emails, are you the type of person who likes low maintenance friendships? Are you the type of person that needs a high maintenance friendship? You need someone to be checking in on you all the time? Or are you a person who likes a mixture? Moving into our main topic of today's podcast, that is our Mexico recap. Pretty much on all my platforms, I've been doing a Mexico recap. On TikTok, I did a little short pack with me. I did a few Mexico recaps with pictures and videos. I also did this talking TikTok about this cute, cute, cute bikini and pearl necklace set I wore at the beach in Mexico. It's absolutely adorable, so make sure you go check that out. If you want to see more behind the scenes and more of the pictures and stories, it is always a good idea to follow my Instagram. It was absolutely relaxing. We had a great time. A few hiccups along the way. So we're going to start this story off by 
giving a little background story. And when it came to a car rental, we got ourselves a Jeep. It had no windows, no roof, and it was just total Pogue vibes. When I say Pogue vibes, if you've ever watched the Netflix series Outer Banks, they drive this van, but if that vibe was a Jeep, that's exactly what it would look like and we felt like pogues driving around the island in this jeep we were driving on this small road and accidentally ended up on the sand and our jeep got stuck in the sand and my husband was trying to get the jeep out put it in four-wheel drive didn't work put it in regular didn't work and he unfortunately ended up burning out the clutch if you burn out the clutch the car won't move no matter what like you pretty much need to get to a mechanic shop or else you can't drive like you literally cannot drive the car if the clutch is broken. We had no service. We looked at a phone, there's no service. So there's no way we could call the rental company for help. So my best friend, who is also my sister-in-law, went up the road, flagged down some tourists, and we had to hitchhike with two people who are like our age. They're on a family vacation, Cameron and Aaron, shout out to you. They're from Ohio and they saved us. They picked us up and they drove us to a spot in the island, probably 13 minutes away, and we finally got service that we can call the rental company. The rental company then drove toward us, picked us up, and drove to the spot where we got stuck. And by the time we got to the spot, we see this motorcycle there and someone wearing all black. If you've never been to Mexico, that's what their police uniform pretty much is. They're wearing all black. A, f a black face mask and a black helmet so you don't really see their identity too too much unless they pull down their mask which he did and he was already inspecting the situation the police officer said I don't know if you guys knew this but there's turtle nests around this beach and I can fine you for a lot of money here but I'm gonna give you a little break and I'll give you one hour to get this Jeep out of the sand and so the rental guys and my husband and us started working on getting this Jeep out of the sand. The rental company brought a few workers and they were walking and driving along that road and picked up some rope from locals around and started tying probably about three or four super long ropes together, tied it to their Jeep, which was a little bit up the hill, and our Jeep, which was on the beach in the sand. And slowly but surely, inch by inch, they started moving the jeep up the hill it probably this whole adventure probably took four hours i forgot to mention that at some point in them trying to pull the jeep out one of the ropes snapped and they had to find another rope to replace it that was a little bit stressful because the cop was getting a little bit impatient he said that there was turtle nests nearby that he could find us but in my mind, I was thinking the least of your concern should be our Jeep on the side of the sand and it should be the trash on the beach. There is so much side note. Sorry, I'm, I'm like literally veering off, but there is so much trash on the beach where those baby turtles are born. Go on my YouTube channel, go to my Mexico vlog. You could see the nests. They're pretty big. And I recorded a little bit of footage of how much trash there actually is. Like half a twin size bed worth of trash right behind the Jeep. 
all along the beach there was microplastics. Initially I thought, wow, they have a lot of visitors here and everyone's leaving their trash on the beach, but there is no way people are leaving that much trash on the beach. I'm thinking it's just the ocean washing it up. I wish I brought a garbage bag because you would probably be able to fill trucks and trucks worth of trash. So yes, they're concerned with tourists being on the beach because the turtle nests, but they should honestly invest in getting that trash removed if they're actually concerned about the turtles. Anyways, that was a side note. We eventually got the Jeep out of the sand and then we ended up going with the car rental guy back to get another Jeep. And overall, after that situation was over and done with, our vacation was relatively smooth. And it was just so nice to be back in Mexico where it was nice and humid with the salty, clear ocean water. Um, another thing we did in Mexico is we went to this beach club where they had the jet skis and it was really fun. The water there was absolutely stunning. You could probably see from my stories and my reels how gorgeous the water was. I guess you could see it on, on, on video and picture, but when you see it in person, all you wanna do is dive in and swim because it feels like fake. It feels like a little slice of heaven and it was just so gorgeous to see again. When jet skiing though, I will have to say this time around, we rented two jet skis. My husband rode on one and then me and my best friend rode on the other. And it was a little bit stressful because this area of the ocean had a lot of boat traffic. And yes, you could have fun on the jet skis, but you had to be aware of the boats and which way they were heading and kind of avoid them. As well as since there's a lot of boats, there's going to be a lot of wakes. And if you are not familiar with driving a jet ski, you cannot just turn the handle and the jet ski is going to turn. Like you have to give gas, you have to lean, and you have to turn for the jet ski to make turns. It was a little bit of a learning curve and when there's a wake, it just makes it even harder to maneuver around. So you just have to be very cognizant of your surroundings and the wakes that were heading your way. But all in all, it was a really fun little adventure we had there. Speaking about adventures, we had a lot of relaxation time. We went to the pool once. Even though the pools were stunning, the ocean was just more beautiful. So we ended up swimming in the ocean more times than not. We've traveled to Mexico in two different styles, I guess you could say. The first time we traveled there, it was for a honeymoon and it was for two weeks. And all we did was book a hotel for two weeks. And then food was on us. We had to go out and eat where the locals eat. Adventures were on us. We went to booths to buy surfing lessons or jet skiing or snorkeling, that kind of thing. So we went that route where it was kind of like DIY all on your own. And then this time around, we did the all-inclusive resort route. And I would suggest if you are a younger person and if you love adventure even, don't go for the all-inclusive route. That's just for me personally. You know, we like being out. We like doing adventures. And when you're in an all-inclusive resort and you're constantly leaving to do other adventures and activities, it kind of feels like you're wasting the money you spent there. You're not taking advantage of everything you paid for that is at the resort. When we went to the resort, it was mainly like younger families and older couples or family vacations. And I think that's perfect for those vibes. This time it was perfect for us because we had my mother-in-law with us. You know, more of a slower vibe and just wants to relax. So that was good. If you're looking for adventure, I would definitely suggest do your research. Do the DIY route because you're going to get more bang for your buck and... 
you're not gonna feel like you're wasting money by leaving the resort all the time. But all in all, we had an amazing trip. Okay, so to end this week's episode, I'm going to be reading a quote of the week that has to do with low maintenance friendships, which is a topic we talked about in the beginning of this episode. This is the quote, it goes, My favorite form of friendship is the low maintenance kind. We catch up, we wish each other well, we show up when we're needed, and no one is called horrible for simply having a life. I couldn't explain that any better. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Make sure you follow this podcast and rate it five stars. I would super appreciate that. I hope you guys have a fabulous week and I will see you in the next episode.